Hello everyone and welcome to the Nisa Today FC Podcast. I'm Josh Taylor and on today's episode we'll catch you up on all the action from the weekend as Nisa concluded week 16 and we had some big matches from the weekend that I'll catch up on as well and we'll take a look at what's going on in the Nisa Independent Cup as the group stage just wrapped up and we get ready for the regional final and of course we'll catch up on all the latest news from across Nisa and Nisa Nation and at the end of the show as always I'll give you a preview of our matches which we only have one matchup to go over for our midweek action before our Nisa teams go in action later this weekend against some of the amateur sides in the Nisa Independent Cup Regional Finals. So stay tuned, everybody. I got another good episode coming up right now for you guys. Here we go. Welcome back to the show, everyone. I hope you guys have been doing well since our last episode. For me, as you know, I've been pretty busy working at the mall and working at Wrigley Field keeping myself busy here and we had some big matches in Nisa this past weekend for week 16 so let's get right into it Club de Leon FC 0 Maryland Bobcats FC 3 this match was played on Wednesday July 12th as the lone midweek matchup and it was basically the Darwin Espinal show as he scored two goals in this match in the 4th and 53rd minute. And then you had Sunday, Akin Losotu, uh, who would add the insurance goal to put this match away to seal the win for the Bobcats and snap its three-game losing streak while also ending Club de Leon's five-match unbeaten streak. Now, for the Bobcats, this was a huge win, big win, going into their matchup tomorrow night as we're recording on a Tuesday night against the boys in blue, Chattanooga FC, the last undefeated team in NISA. So it should be a good one tomorrow. Looking forward to catching that one. But, yeah, Maryland Bobcats, they were on bad form, losing three straight games. They snap out of it, get a win, big win against Club of Leon, who were playing impressively uh, in their last few matches. As I mentioned, on the five-game on being streak, that's now over. And Club Leon, they will have to get ready for their uh, Nisa Independent Cup match this weekend. And their next league matchup will be on August 5th. Now let's talk about the next matchup here. Gold Star FC taking on Albion San Diego. That match ended with Albion winning 1-0. to and that game was played last Friday. And it was a little crazy because initially this game was supposed to be played at Madonna University. But uh, the day of the, the game, it was determined that the field wasn't safe. For me, it was the night before they determined this. But they said the field wasn't safe, so the game needed to get moved. So the game got moved to Romeo Stadium, home of the Michigan Stars. Stars being good neighbors over here. And... 
for Stars fans, it kind of worked out because you get a doubleheader. You just see your rivals, Gold Star FC, and then you see your team play later on. So in this match, we have Cyrus Tran, former Michigan Stars player, scored the lone goal in this match for Albion as it beat Gold Star 1-0. to zero. And for Gold Star FC, man, it's been some tough times for this club lately. Uh, Max Rogova, uh, he got sent off in this match at the end of the game. And Gold Star, they have been falling, losing four out of their last five matches. While for Albion, they are now on a five-match unbeaten run. So Albion, wow, how this team has turned their season around so quickly. It's been amazing. Second place in the league. And Albion's really looking good right now. And I know we're all in awe on Chattanooga FC and what they've been doing. But let's not sleep on Albion, man. This team, you know, you know they don't have all the stars they had last year's team. But they're they're looking really good, looking really good. I know they have a, a game tonight, and I'll talk about that in a minute. But let's talk about the Michigan Stars as they defeated the LA Force 2-1. to one. Uh, The Stars need a late goal from Leon Marich to break the deadlock and stoppage time for the Michigan to edge out the LA Force 2-1. to one. Garrett Hogman and Marich, of course, scored two goals for the Stars, while Francis Avase scored for the Force. Uh, there was some drama in this match because Ivan Hernandez got sent off, and then their goalkeeper for the force, Hugo Gomez, was also sent off after Leon Marich scored that last goal to give the Stars the win. Gomez goes runs down, goes yells at the refs about something, gets a yellow, gets a yelker, gets sent off, and with that, and LA Force for down nine men, but it was too late. And I know after the game, the players were, you know, the refs and stuff like that. But, you know, the Stars, you know, when they get those leads, they they, they frustrate their opponents. And it's they, – they just play so good defensively, it's hard to get a bunch of goals on, on the Stars at times. But they played well in this matchup against the Force. And Stars looking good. But for the Force – they have now lost three straight matches. And this force is now in familiar territory because now they sit in sixth place, which is the final playoff spot for Nisa. Now, guys, remember last year, okay? LA Force, they had the sixth spot all to themselves. All they had to do was win a couple of games, and they're in the playoffs. But they just kept losing, losing, getting draws, losing, and the pulse passed them. And I just don't know the force right now can get out of this funk right now. And could another New York team pass the force and beat them out for that final playoff spot? Of course, I'm talking about City Union, who we all early in the season were leaving for dead. They were losing. They had won a game. They were sitting in last place. But all of a sudden now, this team 
City Union. They cruised over Savannah Clovers FC. Dominated this match, winning 3 nothing against the Clovers. Alouan Diacate gets a goal. And Luke Ferreira, former Chattanooga FC player, he gets two goals in this match. And for City Union, that's their third win of the season. And they also, with that win, beat out their win total from last year. So this is great for City Union to turn their season around. They now, after being left in the darkness for a bit, sitting at the bottom of the table, they have now come back to the light, guys. And like I said, City Union with Baldock and Diacate and now Ferreira getting in action, playing good defensively. Like we said, the City Union, they play well defensively. It's just when they get goals, when they get to turn around. And now it seems to be clicking now. I know City Union's in eighth place right now. They're just one point behind Gold Star FC, who's sitting above them in seventh place. But they're only five points, guys, out of the final playoff spot which is currently held by the LA Force. And like I said, guys, City Union, if they can build on this win, get some wins, uh, that win was also their first road win. They hadn't won a road game this season, and now they finally get their first win on the road against the Savannah Clovers. So I'm, I'm just saying, if Jordan Sullivan can build on it, Get the team going. The LA Force, they keep slipping. Gold Star, they keep dropping points. Hey, City Union, they could get that final playoff spot. So definitely a team to keep an eye on throughout the second half of the season. As for the Clovers, oh, man, another loss. And for them, that's their seventh in a row. And... The Clovers have now lost eight out of its last nine matches. All right, guys, one matchup to go over as we kicked off week 17 in the Nisa League. And we had Tuesday Night Soccer, Michigan Stars FC hosting Albion San Diego. This match just went final. And Albion San Diego gets a 1-0 win over the Stars thanks to Dan Bedoya scoring the winning goal in the 74th minute. And for Albion, that extends their unbeaten run to six matches. Now, I know for the Stars, they had a, a player sent off. Uh, Ezra Brown got sent off, so they had to play 10 men through basically the second half of the, of the game. And, you know, it was a very tightly contested battle, but in the end, Albion escapes with a win. And for Albion, that's that's two in a row winning in Michigan. They beat Gold Star last week, and now they beat the Michigan Stars. And it's a really cool for Albion to keep this run going. Uh, I know these two sides were the, the, the finalists in the NISA Championship Final last year, and they had faced each other already early, uh, last month. And that match ended in a draw. But this time, Albion gets 
the win. And with that result, that moves them. Well, I'm sorry. They're already in second place, but they are now only six points behind Chattanooga FC. Now, I know Chattanooga FC has a game in hand, and as I mentioned, they are unbeaten. I doubt Albion is going to be able to catch them, but hey, you never know. Uh, we still got plenty of games to go on in the second half of the season, and we'll see. Like I said, Albion, they I've been very impressed with how they've been playing, and we'll see how it goes the rest of the way. But their next league match will be on July 30th, the SoCal Derby, as they go on the road to take on the LA Force. All right, everyone, that's a recap on all the league action. Let's get into the news around NISA. All right, everybody, let's catch you up on the news around NISA. First, though, let's get into the NISA Independent Cup and catch you up on what's going on there. So on July 11th, Peak 11 FC defeated Colorado Rush 4 to nothing to win that series and move on to take on Gold Star FC in the Midwest Regional Final. AC Houston Sur defeated Estudiantes FC 5 to 1 on July 13th. Upstate United FC and FCY New York finished in a 4 4 draw. That match was played on July 14th. Uh, Sharks FCA of Florida defeated Miami United FC 1-0. That match was played on July 14th. On July 15th, Inland Empire Republic FC defeated Modesto City FC 3-0. Also on July 15th, Inter-Detroit FC was awarded a 3-0 win. Metro Louisville FC, they had forfeited the match. They were not going to be able to uh, make that trip. I saw on social media when this broke on Twitter. So that's what happened there. FC New York FC defeated Smugtown FC 6-1. That was on July 16th. And Wenatchee All-Stars FC defeated Snohomish County FC 4-1. And then we have Alonji Pro Profile and Soda City FC. That match ended in a scoreless draw on July 16th. And then on July 17th, we did not have a match play that day. FC Milwaukee Torrent was also awarded a 3-0 win via forfeit because Metro Louisville FC was unable to make the trip to Hart Park. So that was the recap of all the final group stage matches for the NISA Independent Cup. And now the opponents have been determined. So, for the Florida Region, excuse me, let me try it one more time. For the Florida Region Championship, we got Club De Leon FC taking on Sharks FCA of Florida in the Great Lakes Region Championship. We have the Michigan Stars taking on Inter Detroit in the Mid Atlantic Region. I'm yeah, Mid Atlantic Region. We're going to have the Battle of the Bobcats. We have the Maryland Bobcats FC taking on their reserve team, the Maryland Bobcats FC 2. 
And in the Midwest Region Championship, as I mentioned earlier, Gold Star FC will be taking on Peak 11 FC. However, I noticed that that game was going to be played on September 16th. So that's interesting. The Bobcat Bowl, that is going to be played on August 19th. So be interesting match for that one as well. The Northeast Region Championship. We will have City Union taking on Upstate United FC. And let's see. In the Pacific Region, we will have the LA Force taking on Wenatchee All-Stars FC. In the SoCal Region Championship, we will have Albion San Diego taking on Bay Area United FC. That date is to be determined. In the Southeast Region Championship, Chattanooga FC will be taking on AC Houston, sir. And then we have the Southern Region Championship. So we will have the Savannah Clovers taking on Soda City FC. And in the West Coast Region we will have Miguel Auza FC. That's a club based in Mexico. They will be taking on Capo FC for that championship final. That date is to be determined. So just to go over one more time, Club Leon taking on Sharks FCA of Florida. That match will be on July 22nd. Savannah Clover is taking on Soda City FC. That's on July 22nd. CFC taking on AC Houston Sur. That's on July 22nd. And now on July 23rd, we got the Michigan Stars taking on Inter Detroit. Salt City Union, or also known as City Union or Flower City Union, they're going to be taking on Upstate United FC on July 23rd. And the LA Force, we taking on Wenatchee All-Stars FC on July 23rd. August 19th, we have the Battle of the Bobcats, Maryland Bobcats versus Maryland Bobcats 2. And on September 16th, Gold Star FC Detroit taking on Peak 11 FC. So that's the recap on the NISA Independent Cup. Uh, the only other news we got from the past couple weeks is our last episode. I did see here at the Maryland Bobcats, they have added another goalkeeper. So they have signed Jake Doyle. So he's been added to the squad. The Michigan Stars FC, they announced that former defender Vasilios Zogos, a.k.a. Billy, which I didn't know, but he also goes by Billy, uh, they have posted on Instagram that he has signed a contract with a European club in Albania. And I had to go Google on Transfer Market to find out where he's going to be playing. So he has signed a contract with FK Kukesi. So that's where he will be moving. So, so that's the second Michigan Stars player that's going to be playing over in Europe. So that's good to see. Now we did get a news that just broke today uh, related to Gold Star FC Detroit and their stadium situation. So their match, they were supposed to have a match tomorrow night against LA Force, but that match will be postponed. Uh, as the league stated here, that it will be postponed. Uh, the decision is based upon a field maintenance issue at Madonna University whose soccer team serves as the home for Gold Star FC Detroit. 
the athletic department at Madonna University is on top of the situation and expecting the issue to be resolved within the next few weeks. Goals RFC and NISA would like to thank Madonna University for their efforts to remedy the current issue and for providing the club a venue for home games this season. Uh, the league said here that they are working with both clubs to determine a rescheduled date, and once that has been determined, they will release that information to the public. Now, I'm a little bit confused because remember when Coach Alex Lubianski posted a message, what was it like, I think back in May, early June, that they were updating their fans about, hey, we're not going to have our stadium built, not going to happen this year, hopefully next year. But in the meantime, we're going to play our home match, our home opener at Abaddon University, and then we'll play our other home matches across the Detroit area. So, I mean, maybe they didn't have a venue available on such a short notice that they could play this match tomorrow. Still, I mean, I mean, LA Force, they were, <laughs> they're not going to have their two players for this match. And, you know, now it's like, well, I guess we go home now and get ready to take on the Wenatchee All-Stars for LA Force. And Gold Star, they won't have a, a game for a bit that they're going to try to get the situation worked out. But, I mean, hopefully the league will have some alternative solutions because you kind of can't keep pushing back all these games because then Gold Star has a bunch of games they have to make up in such a short amount of time as we get you know, we're basing the second half of the season. And the last thing you want is have a bunch of games to make up towards the end of the year or end of the season, excuse me, when we got playoff crunch and all this going on, you got other teams trying to catch up. So it's a little crazy right now in Detroit for Gold Star FC. But we'll just have to see what happens going forward. All right, guys. So that's the latest we got on the news. Now let's catch you up on what's happening in Nisa Nation. Okay, let's catch you up on what's going on in Nisa Nation. Now, since our last episode, we had one match left in the Pacific region to close out the 2023 spring season. And in that match, Bay Area United FC shut out JASA RWC 1-0. And that match result was huge because that was enough to help Battleborn FC, who, remember, had a, a tough start. You know, didn't look like they were going to get back into the race, but they did, and they win the Nisa Nation Pacific Region Championship once again for the spring 2023 season, winning their final five matches, guys, their last five matches. That's what it came down to for Battleborn FC, and they win a championship. Team scoring 18 goals over its final five matches and having a plus 12 goal differential. So congrats to Battleborn FC uh, edging out JASA RWC to win the Pacific region. And with that, guys, like I mentioned, finishes off the Spring 2023 season, and for Nisa Nation, you know, it was it was good. It was good after not having a fall season last year to have it be back and have some matches to talk about uh, 
And uh, it was some drama, guys. You know, Jasa RWC, Battleborn FC going neck and neck in that race in the Pacific region. And then, of course, the Southwest region. You got FC Golden State Force and Temecula FC, a.k.a. the Quals. And, you know, Capo FC had entered late but still made things a little interesting. So it was a very interesting season, to say the least. So let's just... Go over the table real quick to give you a refresher on how it closed out. So, as I mentioned, in the Pacific region, Balborn FC wins the league region with 17 points. Jasa RWC in second with 15 points. Windmill City FC is in third with 11 points. Bay Area United FC in fourth with nine points. Modesto City FC at the bottom with five points. Uh, excuse me, at the bottom in fifth place with four points. In the Southwest region, FC Golden State Force edged out Temecula FC on goal difference to win the Southwest region championship. Temecula FC finishes in second. Uh, both of those teams, the Force and Temecula FC, had 22 points. Capo FC in third with 16 points. Lobos FC in fourth with 13 points. AS Los Angeles in fifth with nine points. SCU Maricopa in sixth with nine points. Olympiaco CA in seventh with seven points. Pauk Tijuana FC is in eighth with six points. And Torres Neza USA is at the bottom with one point. So that is a wrap for the spring 2023 season. Now we can look forward to the fall season. And with everything we've been hearing lately, it's going to happen, guys. And the big news we got from the past week from Dennis Pope and Matt Morris and Nisa Nation and those guys over there is that Nisa Nation is going to the Lone Star State as they have now added the Texas region. Uh, this is exciting news because we've been hearing about this for the last two years back when I was Working with Chicago House back in 2021, I got to meet Ron Patel for a bit, and he was talking about Texas. And last year, we interviewed uh, John the Red Hour when he was running Nisa Nation. He talked about Texas, and but you know, he felt like nothing was happening. And now, here we are. There, it's finally going to happen. We're going to have a region in Texas that we can chat about. So Nisa Nation announced this last week that they will create the Texas region. Uh, it says here in the presser that multiple clubs have signed agreements to play in the fall season beginning in September with space for more clubs to join. The Texas region will feature as many as 10 clubs in the fall season. And let me read your quote here from Nisa Nation director, Matt Morse. Quote, we are building Nisa Nation in the way where the system can be supported. South Texas is one of the underserved hotbeds of soccer in the U.S., and our plan is to build a strong grouping there before expanding north across the state as we continue to see interest from I think he meant interest from independent clubs that are already part of an open system of professional development. End quote. So Nisa Nation, uh, as I mentioned, that's big news. Now the first team that was announced to be part of the Texas region 
is AC Houston, sir. Team, as I mentioned earlier, that's going to be playing Chattanooga this weekend in the Nisa Independent Cup. Uh, AC Houston, sir, was announced that they will participate in the Texas region for the 2023 fall season. Uh, Formed in 2021, the club was established to provide quality soccer programming for elite athletes in the greater Houston community and prides itself on its holistic player development model. Uh, let me read you a quote here from Houston Sur General Manager Amir Nematala. Uh, quote, we are thrilled to lead the way for Nisa Nation's charge in Texas and South Texas specifically, where the people are hooked on the beautiful game. The soccer community in Houston deserves more options, and by increasing our competitive calendar, AC Houston Sur deepens its pathway to development young talent. Uh, pardon, guys, if you hear the dog in the background, that is uh, the dog that's across the hall from me, that was my neighbor's cross street. So if you hear it in the background, I apologize. But <laughs> AC Houston, sir, of course, they currently play in USL League 2, and they also have a USL Academy team. All right, now I saw here in the Texas region presser for Nisa Nation that they mentioned another club called Matias Almeida FC. Now, first, I was a bit confused. Because I was like, wait, are we talking about the Matias Almeida, the, the head coach that used to be at Chivas? And then he was at the San Jose Earthquakes. And now he's with uh, AEK Athens in Greece. We're talking about that guy? He's got his own club name after him? What? But I don't think the two are related. So <laughs> I just find it funny. But anyway... AC Houston, sir, and Matias Almeida FC, they were the two clubs mentioned in the pressure. So there'll be more clubs that will be announced in the coming days. The Texas region schedule will be released in August, and more Nisa Nation regions will be announced soon, which I did saw them mention on Twitter. More regions will be announced soon. So I was like, hmm, interesting. Where where else are they going to go? They're, sti they're still working on Florida, so I don't know if that will happen in the fall, but they're still working on it. And we'll see where else Nisa Nation goes. So that concludes all the latest from Nisa Nation. Now let's close out the show previewing our lone matchup. So for tomorrow night. Man, Josh, how did I get through the entire show and didn't realize that the game is not at Fort Finley. It's actually at the Maryland Soccerplex. Ugh, this is what I get, Josh, for not checking the schedule prior to recording. So let me correct myself here. The NISA match of the week will be at the Maryland Soccerplex, not Fort Finley. My bad, guys, my bad. So let's preview this matchup here. Uh, this will be, I believe, the 10th time these two teams have faced each other. So, uh, very good. But, you know, Chattanooga, they dominated the series. They've beaten the Bobcats five times, three draws. They've only lost to them once. So, you feel like the odds are stacked against the Bobcats right now. And I know the Bobcats just snapped their three-game losing streak. But... You know, this is going to be a tough one. I mean, Maryland, uh, Maryland, Chattanooga FC is doing really well. They're unbeaten, as we mentioned. Their last game was against the Stars on July 8th. So I know played 
in like a week and a half or so. But I'm not expecting this team to be rusty. I'm expecting Chattanooga to do really well in this matchup. Uh, the Bobcats is going to come down to, you know, can their defense slow down Chattanooga? Can they do it? That's going to be the question. And then, so the other the battle is going to be the goalkeepers. You know, Alex Sutton for the Bobcats going against Gene Antoine for Chattanooga FC. Um, that's going to be another key battle there that you guys should definitely keep your eye on. And then the last thing will, of course, be the battle of the two strikers. Marcus Nagelstad for CFC going up against Darwin Espinal for the Maryland Bobcats. And both of these guys right now have nine goals apiece, which is crazy. So I would love to see a golden boot showdown in the Maryland Soccerplex between Darwin Espinal and Marcus Nagelstad and see who can get the most goals between those two. I think it would be a, a good show. But I think the Bobcats will will hang in there and keep it close with CFC. But I'm going to go with a 3-1 win for the boys in blue. And they will stay unbeaten. Unbeaten in 12 matches. They're going to go for 13, and I think they will get it tomorrow night and continue on to the next matchup. And I think that's what everybody's kind of asking now. How long can this streak go? Can they break Detroit City FC record when they were in Nisa? Can they break the record? Can Will they lose a game? Will anybody beat them? I mean, I don't know. And when I look at Chattanooga's schedule the rest of the way, guys, I mean, I really – can't see him slipping up. I mean, Gold Star, Savannah, City Union. They got the LA Force back-to-back. Uh, Albion, that might be the only one. That's not until September 10th, but that might be one. Clovers, Club. I mean, <laughs> that's the only team I can think of right now that has a chance, has a chance to maybe give CFC their first loss this season. But uh, – other than that, guys, it, it should be a good matchup. And like you guys, I'm looking forward to watching it tomorrow night. All right, guys, it's time to close out the show. All right, everyone, that will conclude today's episode of the Nisa Today FT podcast. If you guys like the show and have any comments, feedback, or suggestions, you can send me a direct message on my personal Twitter page. It's at GT underscore Taylor 88. And if you guys like the show and want to keep up with all the latest updates, you can follow us on our social media handles. We are on Facebook at Nisa Today FC. We're also on Instagram at Nisa underscore Today FC. We're also on Twitter at Nisa underscore Today FC. And we're also on Threads at Nisa underscore today FC threads.net. 
All right, everyone, you enjoy the lone matchup tomorrow at the Maryland Soccerplex between the Maryland Bobcats and Chattanooga FC. And, of course, don't forget to watch all the NISA Independent Cup regional finals this weekend. And we'll be back next week. Guys, take care. Bye for now.